Hi, I'm Irene Yanku, and this is my podcast. I have spent my entire career in dentistry learning. Learning about new technology, techniques to better my clinical skills, and now I'm a practice owner and leader. In life as a learner, I've noticed my truest love for learning has not been about teeth or what material is best to use for a core buildup. It's been learning about people in our dental community. The educators, scientists, clinicians, business owners, and advocates, their stories, their lives, their why, and their what's next. Getting to know them as humans, identifying how they work, what their rituals are, while highlighting them as the true trailblazers in dentistry. And that's what I do here on the show. So hold on to your suction. It's about to get slippery here on the Tooth or Dare podcast. Dr. Karen Ann Gordon. Three, two. Hello, Dr. Carol. Karen Ann Gordon, how are you? We made it. Yes, finally, after some hiccups, we are here. We did it. <laughs> um, you know, how are you today? Good. I'm doing awesome. Doing awesome. You... Just, you know, uh, just finished giving some students some exams. They're loving oh, it. No. <laughs> yeah. Are but, they, though? No, I'm doing good. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, like they, 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 I, I am. I am. You know, I'm, I'm the multitasking mom. So that's what I do. Do you get a badge for that? I feel like that should be like an award. The multitasking mom like, works hard. It's like, uh, yeah, I feel like all all dental hygienists slash moms slash anything else that they do should always have like a superhero badge, you know? Agreed. Speaking of superhero badges, I want to learn more about you, Miss Superhero, Dr. Superhero over there. Um, We'll get to the end of it, but for those of you that are listening and wondering who is this human on the other side, you are slash were a dental hygienist turned chiropractor. And that holds a big jump from one side to the other, but with a lot of symmetry and and similarity in between. I want to get to that, but I want to know more about you. Like, where did you grow up? Where did you live? Like, how far back can you take me? Can you take me back to, like, elementary school? Sure. So um, I can take it far far back. Born and raised. I'm born and raised. Okay, so you shoot the you shoot the questions, and I'll answer them the best I can. Perfect. So, first one: Where was I born and raised? I am Jamaican. I, I was born in Kingston and Saint Andrew. Actually, I'm from Saint Andrew, and um, I grew up mostly in Jamaica. Um, cool. I went to elementary school there. I went to high school. I went to. I did my first degree there. Yes, yes, my first degree. I'm a nerd. So. In, in Jamaica, we finished school really early, like 17, you know, we're done with high school and then you start prepping for um, university. So I went to the University of the West Indies. I went to um, Holy Child High School, Holy Child Prep. So I went to Catholic school and then I had a really cool experience going to um, Meadowbrook High School, which was a co-ed school. And that was that was interesting. It was a growing up period. And then I went to the University of West Indies after that. So I am a truly a nerd. Um, I loved living in Jamaica. I miss it. It's um, I love the beaches there. I love yeah. um, the food. Um, and I love, you know, hanging out with my friends when I was there. It's just a totally yeah. different environment. Yeah. 
I, Jamaica's amazing. Uh, um, I have a few friends who are dental hygienists in Jamaica. I spoke at CISPRO a couple of years ago. I guess it was in 2017, which for those that don't know, CISPRO is like their national dental slash dental hygiene kind of convention um, that's affiliated with the Jamaican Dental Hygienists Association that used to be run by a good friend of mine. Her name is Stacy. Do you know Stacy Tennant? No, I, I, time. it's it's been a, a hot minute since um, and Dr. and there. Dr. Mac. Um, Dr. Mac, I'm not familiar with. No. Okay, he runs the the dental school slash dental hygiene school, um, which was is really cool, and it's right in the heart of Kingston. A beautiful place, beautiful people, very good food. What's, I have to say, yeah, <laughs> very good food. Yeah, very spicy, but very good. Very spicy and very good. What's kind of funny is when I was growing up as a kid, um, they didn't have the dental hygienists; they had dental nurses, which I'm sure it's the yeah. same. It's the same program um, where they do advanced um, practitioner work. Actually, they they did a lot as um, dental nurses. Actually, they did restorative work and some simple extractions and a lot of stuff that um, we're dying to do but they they did it there because of the lack of um, facilities isn't that so interesting i was speaking to someone earlier today on another episode about the scope of practice of dental hygienists and it being such a um, inconsistent thing throughout I'm in Canada, so throughout our provinces and in the United States, throughout the United States, like one province will allow you to do something, another province won't allow you to do the same thing, um, and it's just this this, this um, equality throughout. Like we all go to the same schools, theoretically, we all learn the uh-huh. same stuff, we write the same boards. Um, it would be really great if we could all align on what we can and cannot do, and like. In Jamaica, there in Kingston, there's only one school, um, and uh-huh. it graduates very few people per year in comparison to some of the schools that we have here. It's okay; you can just leave it. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm and, not even touching uh, it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. Leave it alone. And I feel like, and I feel like, you know, it's it would be nice if we could have some of that symmetry here. So, tell me more. How long were you a dental hygienist for? Where did you go to dental hygiene school? Sure. Um, well, I'm currently still. I still do practice. So okay. I became a dental hygienist in 2005, and um, I went to Farmingdale State University, SUNY New York. Um, that's where okay. um, I started first, and I got my um, my license. Actually, I got my license in Florida before I got my license in New York, which is funny. Um, oh, okay. And uh, I've been practicing ever since. I don't practice full-time anymore, obviously, duh. <laughs> But um, I still practice once a month um, with uh, one of my friends who's a dentist in her practice because cool. um, I still I still need that calculus you know that's just that that dirty crack <laughs> that dirty pop off yeah. I know yeah I and still I feel need like it. it's such a it's such a um, it's a great job career path that you can pick up even temp shifts if you didn't have that friend that you could work in their office you could just sign up for some temping here and there but uh yeah it's one of those things where like once you start scaling calculus off can you ever really stop i guess some people can because they retire and they never go back to it what um, um how long did you practice full-time for oh pretty much um 
I would say, what, 2005, 2023? Wow, that's a long time. So maybe, I would say maybe 12 out of the, the only time I didn't practice full-time was when I was in school. So maybe 12 out of the, how many years? Maybe 12, 13, <laughs> maybe 14. I can't even tell. It's been so long. Okay. It's everything so messed. The years, they all but, kind of go together after a while. What yeah, maybe, you... maybe 12, yeah. What made you, like, when did you decide you wanted to stop doing hygiene or what made you interested in chiropractic? Like, what was that transition like? Sure. Um, so, honestly speaking, I, I love, like, working with people. And um, the time that I was in hygiene, I was becoming a little um, burnt out because we did this, uh, the same thing all the time. Now, I was very good at doing the same thing all the time. It's just that um, I needed something a little bit more. And, you know, looking around me and listening to, like, the experiences of people that I've met, um, they've always, they always have, like, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, some kind of pain. And mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine's husband actually was going to chiropractic school. And, you know, I, I started to research what chiropractors do and so on. And I really like the holistic approach, the non-pharmacological approach to healthcare. And mm. I thought that um, that might be something I'd be interested in and uh, did a little bit more research, liked it a little bit more and, um, you know, started looking at like my my colleagues they're all like bent over like this everybody has pain in between the shoulder blades everybody has like wrist pain or some shoulder pain or back pain or leg pain you name it they have it neck pain pain hip pain oh my goodness pain all of the pain pains i'm like you know more i'm like looking into it and then um uh interestingly enough my mother-in-law was going to a chiropractor because she had um, back pain and I saw how much the chiropractor helped her from a non-pharmacological standpoint um, with her care. And I thought that was kind of, you know, not kind of, I thought it was very impressive. Um, She was able to actually get relief. And then um, I just started doing more, you know, you know, research something, you get kind of obsessed, like learn more and more. And um, Mm -hmm. the transition was kind of easy. I know I didn't want to go to med school or, you know, there's no way in in God's green earth I'm going to go back to undergrad to do dental to be, go to dental school that's just wasn't in my my thing I'm like what's the next best thing I like working with my hands so yeah. this was like another level to our yeah. um to what we already started so it only seemed natural for me to make that shift into something that was talking about the whole body um you know as hygienists we love making that connection, that whole oral systemic connection with, you know, yeah. the mouth, the entryway to the rest of the body. And that was was interesting to me. And, and learning more about the body was more interesting to me. So um, when the opportunity came um, for me to kind of make that transition and, you know, it was easy. I looked at different schools and lucky enough in the area that I lived, um, there was a new school opening up. I'm like, you know what? This is for sure a sign. Too perfect. Yeah, I'm like, let me do it. So I'm like, okay. So that's how it began. So cool. So, okay, backtrack. Credential-wise or prerequisite-wise, when you Mm -hmm. finished dental hygiene, did you do a dental hygiene bachelor degree or did you have an associate's degree? 
So I, I stopped at an associate's degree. I did not do um, a bachelor's degree. Exactly. Um, when I was in school, it was they only at the time had mostly associate's degrees. Um, right. I only have an associate's and, degree. I mean, yeah, yeah it's and, not uncommon. Yeah, and I didn't do the bachelor's because I didn't see how that would, because it would be another terminal degree. And I'd rather um, spend my resources on something that would... Um, push me take you like laterally if you needed to yeah yeah if I needed to go somewhere else or use my skills my skill set somewhere else I would have that um background I'm I'm remember I told you earlier I was a nerd so during before I even went to um um, chiropractic school um I actually did uh my bachelor's in um, communication and science disorders you know to work with um uh people with speech and hearing loss and speech impediment and brain injury and I really oh. like that so you know yes I wanted to find that connecting link I'm weird I have I have many things that I do but that you're, that you're was among, what I did so you're you're among weirdness here like let's just let's just establish <laughs> that the people that listen to this podcast are also nerds they are also perhaps a little My bit people. strange yeah like you are among people I am also that person, um, so don't feel like you have to, like, explain your weirdness in any way. Like, just, it's embraced. It is the reality. We do things differently. Like, and if those people don't accept it, then, you know, stop watching bad, this video right? and, and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. We are not your humans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so so then you, you got that. into, you, you, you did a bachelor's degree of, of an unrelated but similar um, field right. in, in health science. And then uh-huh. applied to this brand new school that just miraculously opened up down the street from you. You yeah. got in right away. Was it that easy? I mean, if um, you're as not necessarily, as I think you think you are. Not, not necessarily um, that easy. I mean, I did have all of their prerequisites. Um, my first degree was in mathematics, the very first one. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. And then um, my dental hygiene, and then I had the. I did the second bachelor's degree in communication sciences. So I had all this health background and knowledge, um, you know, and the requirements. I already met those requirements. So mm. it was like an easy transition because I already had the requirements that they were looking for. And um, my, cool. my actually my, um, my, the office I was working at the time, full time, were very supportive. Like, come on, you can do it. And like, you know, they wrote me the, the letters and they were supportive of me making this transition so I'm like are you sure I'm like yeah you're gonna be great at it I'm like you sure like yes so so I did the you know did all the info and did everything and it worked out which is which was awesome that's really great I mean sometimes people leave to go to school from working somewhere and they're not really supportive like they're mad at you because it's like well now I have to hire somebody different Ugh, then that, that's not the place you would want to work. You want to encourage people to grow, right? Okay, uh-huh. so how long was your program? And did you know immediately that you wanted to continue doing something hygiene-focused with your new doctorate? Or was um, that something that just evolved? Um, it kind of evolved um, as, uh, you know, the pandemic was an interesting time. You know, I did most of my um, program. Uh, I was I was about to finish my program actually, and um, the pandemic occurred, and 
when I went back to um, when I went back to working, uh, I noticed that a lot of people had jaw pain. Now the you know working with the jaw, yes, I always wanted to do it because I wanted to come incorporate somehow um, my background in dental hygiene into my my new um, career path into um, chiropractic. And I just didn't know how I'd make that transition. So, you know, of course, knowing me, I, I'm, when I focus on something, I become obsessed. I did a lot of research and I'm like, okay, you know what? This would this could work. You know, joints, dub, TMJ, you know, muscles. You have all these muscles in the face yeah. and head and neck. It, it will definitely work out um, well. And then it really saw more um, interest when um, the pandemic came around and I went back to work. Everybody had jaw pain. Everybody had like this head and neck issue and um, wearing down their teeth and all this, um, uh, a lot of uh, broken down restorative work and the gum disease was out of control. You just, mm-hmm. you just see how it's, it was, it's necessary, you know? And um, that's kind of like, you know, made it more cemented for me. Like, this is where I want to focus on working in the space that I'm comfortable with, um, doing hmm. and be able to to share this new skill. That's amazing, and it's really sought after. I mean, I have a practice in Toronto, and there are very few TMJ specialists uh, or those that, that call themselves a specialist but focus primarily on TMD. Um, and other related uh, head and neck joint issues. I think there's a couple of dentists, but I don't know of a chiropractor that focuses specifically on TMJ, TMD. Um, And I think that that's really valuable. I wish there were more. And I wish it was easier for a dental hygienist to become a chiropractor if they choose to. Um, Because it sounds like you have to do a lot of extra work to get from hygiene to being a chiropractor. Although, would it require the same amount of work to become a dentist from from a hygienist with an associate's degree, or would it be easier? I don't know. Um, I think it would be. It depends on what your focus is. Like, um, yeah. uh, you'd have to go back to school for to become a um, a dentist. You'd need your um, science your undergrad, health sciences, health your sciences. Math, your... Yeah, right. yeah, math, you know, their general education requirements. Yeah. And then, of course, you take your DAT exam, um, whatever sure. score you get. And then, you know, that's how that goes from there. Um, it was a little easier transition because I had like all these other degrees and they met yeah. the requirements that they were looking for. So it was an easier transition for me, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. everyone's case. Um, for example, where Is I teach a... at. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Now I was saying where I teach at right now, we we do take students that don't necessarily have a um a bachelor's degree, but they have um the necessary like science background. So then they'll mm. meet those science background requirements and those bachelor requirements while they're in the program. Interesting. Have you seen any students uh dental hygiene backgrounds that have been admitted and accepted? They're like two. Two. <gasps> yes. I've no actually way. met one other um actually she's graduate she's about to graduate. She came from a different state and she's a dental hygienist and she's in the program, literally about wow. to graduate. This is her she has like three weeks left. 
and um, wow. she's made that transition too. So we have actually a lot of people from the dental field actually come in. They may not be hygienists, but they um, worked with neuromuscular wow. um, dysfunction, TMJ neuromuscular dysfunction. Some of them worked in um, the uh, laboratory aspect of dentistry. Um, and wow. yes, it's, it's, it makes sense for them, you know, um, sure. the other person yeah. I met, um, she actually doesn't, she actually, uh, is, uh, someone I met online and she's, was in another chiropractic school while I was in school. So it was interesting to connect with someone that has a, uh, the same kind of interest that I do. Yeah. What's the school that you teach at? Sure. I teach at Kaiser University College of Chiropractic Medicine. Kaiser University. I'm typing that in here. So I, I have it for show notes. If anyone wants the info, I'll link it before below. Um, and where, where exactly is this? We're in beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah. Oh, I mean, can I move there? <laughs> I, know just, you... I can. Sure you can. I sure can you just, can. I can just hold your coffee in the morning. Like I'll just, I'll be your assistant. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, I think this was a really great part one. And for those of you that are listening, there'll be a part two that will, um, talking about how Carol, Karen Ann is, I, I keep saying Carol because it's my assistant's name is Carol. And today was her first day of being a dental hygienist. So I've said her name like oh, a thousand times today. Um, yay, Carol. And so anyway, yeah, yay, she, she was my assistant and then she left to go back to school and then finally she came back to be a, a hygienist. So I'm very proud of her. Um, so for no other reason than that, I've said her name a thousand times today. Um, but Karen, Karen Ann is going to be back for a part two and I want to talk clinical stuff. Are you open for that? Sure am. Cool. Peace out peeps. You say bye. You got to say bye. They're watching. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, hi. So you made it all the way to the end. Thank you for sticking around. And I hope you enjoyed this episode, found it informative, entertaining, and of course, as per usual, find me hilarious. If you liked what you heard, it would really mean a lot to me if you could show your support by liking, commenting, or sharing this episode with a friend or family member. Your feedback and engagement helped me get on the mic today, and it would also improve our future shows and reach more people who maybe could benefit from our content as well. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to my podcast on your favorite platform or on YouTube. Follow along on this crazy journey with me at toothlife.irene and at toothordare.podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That way you'll be the first to know when episodes are released and you won't miss a beat. I appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more great episodes in the future. From my team to yours, thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the flip side.